<laughs> you're here <laughs> once again how many times are we gonna start an episode like that i think every time <laughs> yeah why not because you're here and we appreciate it and the podcast that you may have stumbled upon is called teachers talk <laughs> if you didn't yep. know it's if, us teachers talking if you just randomly decided to click on a podcast uh welcome congratulations <laughs> you won just kidding There's you no did prize. win <laughs> you win you win and you're blessed with our um just Presence. wonderful voices hashtag blessed remember when that was a thing no oh it i was, mean i do it was but... a quick blip <laughs> a quick glitch in the system it's fine anyway people Hi. welcome back we're recording on a on a fine tuesday yes it and was a good day and it's five o'clock and skylar's drinking coffee i just want the I world to ordered know. a vanilla latte at 5 p.m because we're going to the joe bros we're gonna go see the joe bros tonight <laughs> on a weeknight so obviously i'm gonna sip my coffee and my yes. Caffeine. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I hope you all know who the Joe Bros are. Oh God! If you don't, please stop listening. Um, <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Get out. Just You're kidding. We love welcome. you regardless. <laughs> it should be a good concert. I'm excited. Me too. It's but so nice outside too. I need a good segue here. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah, I was no. gonna try to <laughs> no. try to branch uh, branch out a little because bit. the Joe Bros communicate with one another today. <laughs> hey, they're on social media. They communicate. Right. Well, if you didn't know from my hint today, we're gonna talk about communication. Yeah, and it, how important it truly is. Yeah, I mean, hey, if it's important in a relationship, it's probably important in your work life. I would think so, especially in our profession. Yeah, Espe- yeah especially. especially in our profession. Yeah. So today we're going to focus on communication in a couple of different areas because, I mean, you can communicate in so many different ways. But for teachers, we're going to focus on communication with our students, mm-hmm. with our favorite, the parentals, <laughs> and um, our team members. Yes. So should we just jump right into it? Let's just go. Let's okay. go for it. Go for gold. Go for the gold. <laughs> So what, or not what, but why is communication so important? That's a great question. As a whole, just You know, general. it's funny. <laughs> we stated this question and I sat there and thought, everyone knows that communication is important, right? Yeah. But like, have you ever really looked at the whys? Um, no, I mean, I know I took a communication class, but that was like <laughs> f- maybe six years ago and I don't remember. So. I mean, the whys make sense. They do. So I pulled up an article And the man, the author who wrote it is Patrick Bosworth, and he is the CEO of Leadership Choice. Stumbled upon it, and I thought it was a nice article, but it kind of breaks down communication, the benefits of communication into four parts. So, if you don't mind, Mm. can I just jump into number one? Numero uno. (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Go for Um, it. Good communication mitigates conflict, which like, yes, absolutely. Get rid of the conflict. You don't want that in your space. No, nobody does. You don't want that in your school as an administrator. You don't want it on your team as a team member. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, you don't want it in your classroom. No, I just, I, I don't know anyone who enjoys conflict, so. <laughs> Not it. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, number two says that good communication increases employee engagement, which yeah. I totally agree with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think back to Love and Logic when, it talks about students working for their teacher and 
how students would rather work for someone that they love. Yeah. Same goes for adults. No, exactly. You're I mean, not you're you not gonna to work your, your hardest if yes. you despise your boss. So So boss, we love you. I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> throw it out there. But for real, I mean you do wanna do work for someone that you care about mm-hmm. and if you are not communicating with your employees then I mean, how are you establishing that relationship? Yeah. So that's number two. Mm-hmm. Number three is good communication creates better client. But I put student relationships. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Because so this article was saying like, oh, if you're not communicating with your clients, like you're not creating good clientele, you're not getting business. But if we're not communicating with our students, we're not building relationships. We're not resolving conflict. We are not getting to know our kiddos. Mm-hmm. And your classroom cannot function without a relationship. Yeah. Hence, go listen to our episode on building relationships. Mm, there you go. I love how we just plug ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> plug ourselves in our Love and Logic episodes, too. It, but there are good reminders. And as I'm sitting here in quarter two, now that we're kind of like getting into the groove, I'm like, mm. oh, I need to go review those. Yeah. Because quarter two is when students start testing boundaries mm-hmm. and it's easy to kind of like forget your ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back and listen to it. Anyway, (laughs) so we have one mitigates conflict, two increases employee engagement, three, you have better relationships with client slash student. And then last number four, it says good communication results in a more productive and talented workforce, which I think goes back to number two. Yeah, it makes sense because like you said, you don't want to work for someone that you don't enjoy working with. (laughs) And it was also saying like, when you know what your people are capable of doing, you're able to like disperse talent and put people into places that they really enjoy being. Yeah. So like from administration's viewpoint, I think about how much we love primary grades mm-hmm. and because our boss knows that, like she put us in these positions. Yeah. And had she not known that, I mean, our lives would have Could been, been much a fifth different. Grade teacher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the fifth grade teachers. Jeez. Good for you all. Yeah, no. I can't do what you do. Not a same thing with kinder though. I don't think oh I my could gosh, be a kinder same. teacher. And middle school and high school. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's just second grade. Second grade is where I belong. It is where I will be for the rest of my life. I don't care it's if fine. you say that you can learn in other grades. I'm sure I could learn so much. Yes. But I'll stay and stick with my second graders. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there's just so many great things about second grade but seriously props to you all mm-hmm. can't do what you do but we talked about the good things mm-hmm. or no, no 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 we talked about why why we should communicate why it's important but i think the bulk of this episode is going to be on how we communicate yeah i want to talk about how you and i and like i even want to talk about this more so for me to improve on my communication because i feel like my communication is very poor with parents I feel like I'm great with students great maybe with other colleagues I could probably communicate a little bit better I feel the same Mm -hmm. and I feel like there are times when I need to better communicate with parents yeah that's I I think that's my hardest one yeah should we start there I was gonna say let's start with parents because I as you all teachers know communicating with parents can be the most difficult thing or it can be the easiest thing depending on the parent and depending on Mm -hmm. I feel like your personality and their personality sometimes they mesh sometimes they don't (laughs) totally yeah so it's in my opinion it's the hardest Mm -hmm. (laughs) but of all of them there's so many ways that you can communicate whether that's on the phone through a text, some of you, I only text like very, very, very 
few yeah. of my parents. Same. I don't recommend putting your phone number out there. <laughs> um, I was told that my first year. Weren't you told that? Yeah, but I I don't know. Sometimes I would rather them send me a quick text than an email mm-hmm. because like email, I don't know. Sometimes it depends. It totally depends on the person. Like the we person were saying. and the situation. Yeah. But other ways, um, email, in-person meetings. But mm-hmm. like we said, all communication is situational mm-hmm. and it's dependent on the parents. Yes. So please take those things into consideration mm-hmm. before you end up meeting or talking to anybody yes and so just like kind of what you were saying different things that you would communicate about you know challenging behaviors I think and I'll go into kind of what we were saying is like in what qualifies as an in-person meeting like why would you have a meeting with a parent in person are you asking me yeah oh go for it um well we have conferences but Mm -hmm. that's like mandatory Mm -hmm. if I were to call in a parent outside of conferences it would be for like pretty severe things because parents are busy Mm -hmm. and I want to be respectful of that and their time so if I were to call them it would be for an academic discrepancy so something probably pretty severe Mm -hmm. that's been mentioned previously in an email that Mm -hmm. I just need to either follow up with or like solidify whether that be like we call our student study team the SST so if they need to be honest, like a plan for something, a 504 IEP, yeah, all of that I think mm-hmm. should be in person, especially when it comes to like severe behavior. Yeah, I was going to say behavior. It's always better to see face and understand body language mm-hmm. and really just be able to communicate like one to one or two to one. I also sometimes leave it up to the parents if mm-hmm. I, you know, will send them an email and just be like, I'm noticing this behavior. Would you like to discuss it in person? That kind of leaves it up to them to where, like, I'd be happy to discuss it in person, but we don't need to. But then right. if they feel the need. So, like, I've done that once this year where I explained a behavior and they and I said I'd be happy to meet and discuss this in person. And they wanted to. So, yeah, I think they actually really appreciate it yeah. most of the time. I would think so. Because then they get to see you. And mm-hmm. most parents enjoy seeing and you. And especially in this day and age when, like, over email and things like that, you can't you can't receive um uh, tone and uh, expression right. and things like that you really do want to meet in person regardless um, of how many exclamation points you put <laughs> into an email <laughs> I know and I struggle with like some of the chill parents like do I add a smiley face oh in my there? gosh yes. do I add an exclamation is that unprofessional <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> like should I put a smiley face <laughs> probably not I know but then there's those parents that like send it first yes and so if they do it first it's like I'm oh but you did it, it first <laughs> you did it so I can do it yeah exactly <laughs> um but speaking of email I mm-hmm. like to email a lot for like positive things that I notice I know and I set that goal at the beginning of the year to at least send like one just random positive email every week and I have not done that oh that's hard yeah that's super hard like at least just to send one like hey your student did really good in this today oh, that's really nice so maybe i'll pick that up second semester you should let me know how it goes I will. thanks <laughs> but it's fun because this past week i got to send two emails to parents about just like honestly really funny things that happened during the day <laughs> at least i got a kick out of it and i just sent it to the parents like hey this is what went down and it's like the stuff that you can log into like your teacher book to keep forever of like funny things students do <laughs> <God>. <laughs> this is disgusting but I'm gonna say it 
It's so gross. Go for it. So I had a student who was playing sick. She was totally fine. Mm -hmm. Milked it at home. Was like, oh, I'm nauseous. I'm going to throw up. Mm -hmm. Parents are like monitoring her. They're super, super good about like monitoring this child. And like they're very aware. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, okay, we watched her. We took her temp. We did the whole shebang. She is fine. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, sounds good. She came to school. And all day she's holding this like wad of tissue to her mouth. I'm like, okay, gross, but like, whatever. She's holding it, holding it, holding it. At some point in the day, I'm guessing during lunch, we're sitting in history and she gets a Ziploc bag and she put liquid inside of it. I don't know what this liquid was or where it came from. <laughs> Did but it like, look like water? <laughs> I don't know. <gasps> Claudette saw it and she, <laughs> the student goes, I threw up. I was oh like, gosh. are you serious? She uh, was totally fine. No, she did not throw up. No, it was not her vom. It was <laughs> like water or. Is this, this isn't the one that's afraid of tests, is it? No. Okay. Uh-uh. okay. No, but I emailed the parents. I was like, just thought you'd get a kick out of this. They were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, honestly, it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I also had, <laughs> I'm just going to share one more story and then I'll be done. The other day I had a student. We had a guest reader and he comes up to me, he goes, is it appropriate if I ask her how many cheeks she has? Cheeks? Cheeks. And I go, oh, what do you mean? He's like, butt cheeks, normal cheeks, like how many cheeks she has? I said, oh, you know, most people have the same amount of cheeks most not all but most yeah and he goes well is it an appropriate question to ask I said probably not but you know what thank you for recognizing that it may not have been an appropriate How question it was so funny who thinks of the that? parents died laughing too oh, sure. so it was I would, great I would love to hear the funny things <laughs> my child says at school same <laughs> future teachers of our children yes communicate with us just send me a funny story that's hilarious anyway back to what are we talking about <laughs> it's fine I love my my tangents no that's all good um yeah so I think we were just saying how you know email phone call in-person meetings all depending on the situation but you know as a teacher you should be able to make that decision for yourself of like what does this constitute should I be meeting Mm -hmm. this person um in person or sending an email I think what Mrs. Opit says is that if it's if you're typing out an email that's like longer than a paragraph it it automatically is a phone call totally I don't do <laughs> you Honestly, know, you know how much I hate phone calls, and I always <laughs> send emails, and sometimes Same. they're really long. And you know I feel what's bad. funny though is I'd rather meet in person than make a phone call. Same, yeah. Isn't that so bizarre? I no, hate I'd phone calls. I'd much rather meet uh, in a face to face, a parent in person. Same. Then phone over calls a phone freak call. me out. I just, I, I just know that like if they're receiving a call from the teacher, that they automatically mm-hmm. know that their child effed up. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so anyway, so if we were to rewind back to the beginning of the year, you you have a fresh class, right? Brand new. Um, one thing that we do at our school, at least in second grade, is we kind of make it a goal to communicate with parents right off the bat mm-hmm. with something positive. Yeah. Because yes, you are going to communicate a ton about not so great behavior and academic things. 
start out the year on a positive note with parents with something to mention about their kindness, Mm -hmm. the student's curiosity, how they show friendship, something nice that they said to you, how they walk into the door, whatever it is, send a two sentence email. We like to span it over a week. Mm. So we do like five, six students a day. Or even you could do like three students a day for two weeks. Yeah. Just send like a nice little blurb to parents saying that you're excited to have that child in your class. Mm -hmm. Start it fresh because there are parents that constantly get negative emails and negative communication and you really just want to wipe that slate clean in a new year. I think I've talked about like my student that I have this year and he didn't he wasn't doing that great at the beginning of the year. And then obviously I've talked about like building that relationship with him. But then now it's just positive emails that go home. And I think his mom and dad are really appreciative of that because it's just it's more positive than negative. There will be times that I still have to say he did something like this, whatever it is. But overall, he had a really great day, whatever it is. So just things like that. Totally. Yeah. And it makes a difference. I feel like when you're uplifting to the parents, the mm-hmm. parents are uplifting toward the child. Like, yeah, it's just kind of a cyclical thing. Yeah, I agree. But we do need to talk about like when things get difficult with a student, either academically, behaviorally or what have you. How do you go about communicating? And let's focus more so on like the email side of it, because mm-hmm. in reality, that's where the majority of our communication with parents go yeah so like sharing something that difficult i Mm -hmm. would say like a difficult behavior or academic um we always say like well you already said this starting out i starting out with something positive so for me no matter what if i have to send a not so great email i start out by saying something about their child that that mm-hmm. is great and something super positive and I think you say it too like positive behavior and then end positive this sandwich <laughs> this method sandwich, yeah yep. but obviously when you're deliver delivering difficult like things you want to do it tastefully tactfully yeah. and not blaming or yeah or or shaming shaming that's mm-hmm. a big thing you got accused for shaming at one point didn't you yeah uh, wasn't there a student that the parents were like very upset with you about something oh yeah but that mom had munchausen's so like that's right that's that's a i think i'm thinking of something different that's a whole nother ball game (sighs) that was a that was a trip that was a trip (laughs) if you ever want to know about munchausen's come ask me (laughs) witness it firsthand yeah it was crazy anyway (laughs) um but no like you said you definitely want to go in with like something positive Mm -hmm. I like to use I notice statements Mm -hmm. so so and so let's let's call this kid Johnny okay Johnny Johnny is a joy to have in class he Mm -hmm. comes in every day with a shirt tucked in a smile on his face and super positive behavior but I notice that Johnny loses focus toward the end of the day or in the afternoon periods Mm. often around like 1 30 when we're studying history be specific don't be around be around the bush Mm -hmm. And use facts, especially if you've been tracking. State what you know. Don't blame. Don't shame. Mm -hmm. But definitely put it more on yourself. I notice these things. Mm -hmm. Are you noticing these things at home? That's the biggest thing I always follow up with is I'm noticing this in school. Do you see this at home? Because that way it's not just like 
she like I don't know he or she is just doing like this is what they're doing it's like are you also seeing this at home because I just want to make sure if it's like a school thing or not whatever well, yeah because then it opens a dialogue mm-hmm. it's not like oh I'm telling you that your child is crazy bananas mm-hmm. and can't focus it's hey I'm noticing this is this an issue happening at home yeah if so let's talk about next steps mm-hmm. and speaking of next steps Depending on what we're emailing about, we often like to have an action plan put in place, Mm -hmm. especially at the beginning of the year. So if we're communicating about a child's, let's switch it to academic, right? Mm -hmm. We are now focusing on reading. Um, Give me another name. Um, um, I'm just thinking of all my students' names and I don't want to use any (laughs) of them. Um, Sarah. Sarah. Beautiful. From Sarah Plain and Tall. Love it. That's not even where I got that. No, we're going to pretend like it is. (laughs) So we could say, oh, Sarah is just a joy to have in class. Mm -hmm. We really love having her. Yada, yada. Your your opening statement. I noticed that Sarah is reading blah, blah, blah words per minute. And the benchmark goal is 49 words per minute. Here's what I'm going to do to help. So I always like to start with saying, this is how I'm helping Sarah out in class. Be specific again. We are providing reading groups for 20 minutes, four times a week. She gets small group instruction. This is how Sarah can help herself. I want her to read out loud every single night. Mm -hmm. How can you help? Let me tell you. (laughs) And it lists, you can read with Sarah every night. Make sure she's reading a good fit book. When she's stuck on a word, help her sound it out stuff like that so mm-hmm. giving parents tips and tricks to help their child along is like super important well especially because I feel like most of the time when you when you state something of like they're falling behind in this or they're doing whatever it might be yeah most of the time parents will ask what can I do at home to they help with to that know. so if you right off the bat tell them what they can do at home that eliminates like half the stress of them feeling like it's their fault I feel like well and then your communication's clear and cut Mm -hmm. and they have action steps to take like what you're saying Mm -hmm. is they're not looking at that email going well okay what do you want me to do Mm -hmm. because that's I mean that's easy to do Mm -hmm. you know oh I noticed this and parents are like well like okay what should we do (laughs) so yeah yeah. is there anything else you want to mention about communication with parents Um, I think just like being honest, but you know, obviously there are times you can't be too honest. Um, everything I always feel like, especially when you're talking face to face or over the phone, everything comes back to your tone and oh yeah, how you speak to other people. I know obviously people make mistakes and there are times where I notice I'm using like a tone that I'm not hoping, like, I don't know. I, I find correcting myself a lot of like, dang it, I wish I shouldn't have used like that word or that tone or whatever it might be. So I think just when you're communicating with parents, the biggest thing is being honest, but not overly honest, because you do have to remember that that child is their world. Like that's their, their pride baby. and joy. Yeah. So you want, you want to make sure you're being tactful. Yeah. And like not oversharing to the point where it's obviously not every child is perfect and they will do things that are no like, child is perfect. Skylar, <laughs> no child, not a single one. I have one we child love them all. perfect. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but just making sure I just I, I know like honesty is really good 
in general, but you also, I think there's a point where too much honesty is a bad thing to where you're not, don't sit there and bash a child. I see what you're <laughs> saying. Like, don't overload them. Yeah. yeah. Like you want to say the facts, but be again, tasteful yes. with it and say what you need to say. Especially with behaviors. If there's a child that's just like all these different behaviors stick with like one, one. for yeah. now so that you're not overloading the parents with like mm-hmm. well your child does this 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 and this and they're then they're thinking just like oh my god it's like, overwhelming I don't know what to do so put yourself in their shoes yeah exactly great <laughs> should we move on to communication with some students students i feel like this we can get through pretty quickly just because we talk about it a lot with like love and logic and building relationships and stuff like that but yeah communication with students is vital I love communicating with students. (laughs) You just did little conferences with your students. I did. It's the first year I've ever done conferences and I'm showing them bits and pieces of Mm -hmm. data. So like I show them their reading progress, show them their spelling progress, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely have edits going into next year and like revisions that I'll be doing. But so far it's been nice. I've had students make a goal for themselves going into the second quarter, which has been fun. Yeah. But it all goes back to establishing a strong relationship to where you can have these conversations Mm. with your students. And if you don't have relationships with your students, go back and listen to that episode. Because really having that relationship with your students drives so many other forces in your career as a teacher. I just think it's a whole... Yeah. I, I mean, like... You can't do your job. Like, I just think about, like... Even already the difference, no, I don't know, but the difference between last year and this year, I already feel like is so much better just with like building relationships wise. And I even can still improve, but it just, I don't know. I feel like it just makes things so much easier when you have built a relationship with students. Yeah. And I think it also goes back to using love and logic and Mm -hmm. delivering things with empathy. Mm -hmm. Um, So in regards to communication, like you need to be aware of your body language toward your student. You need to be aware of your tone of voice. Like Mm -hmm. Skylar was saying for parents, it's very, very true with children, especially the young children that cannot read sarcasm. Oh, yes. I get it. Adults can be super sarcastic and funny, but children cannot always read that on you. They can't. So you need to have body language that is open Mm -hmm. and encouraging and refreshing Mm -hmm. you need to have a tone of voice that does not sound just trying to think of like the right words is indicative the right word like Mm -hmm. demeaning Mm -hmm. but you definitely want to have like that positivity Mm -hmm. that radiates throughout the classroom where Mm -hmm. they feel invited they feel safe Mm -hmm. because if they don't feel safe there's communication is going to end oh yeah right then and there yeah for sure. And like you said, um, body language is a big thing and sarcasm. I've noticed there are times cause I can be sarcastic just in general, but like I try to turn it off with my students and there are some that can pick up on sarcasm cause they're a little bit more mature, but then I realize I say something sarcastic. I'm like, shoot, <laughs> they did not get that. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it's especially with the younger ones, but mm-hmm. we all like opposite end of that. We also always strive to use elevated language with them. Um, especially when it comes to, um, you know, a higher vocabulary, the more you use elevated words, the more likely they're going to use those words in return. And the best thing is, is when you say a word and they're like, what does that mean? And then you're like, oh, I know. Let's pull out the dictionary or I mean, I shouldn't do it, but I always, I Google it on my phone. Oh yeah. Same. Cause sometimes taking out the dictionary takes a little bit too long, (laughs) but, um, 
I just think using that elevated elevated language with them is preparing them for later on and as they get older yeah because they do like you said they mimic those words Mm -hmm. and they take them in like i mean it's not super elevated but the i notice statements are training them for later on when Mm -hmm. like people make mistakes they can say oh hey like i noticed or did you happen to make this mistake you know they're taking that language in Mm -hmm. and hopefully they'll be able to use it later on yeah um one thing with my students is I am very honest Mm -hmm. with them. I'm a very real human being to human being Mm -hmm. relationship with my students. And honesty is truly like the way to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just kind of in all realms of communication. Like Mm -hmm. you want to be honest with the people that you're talking with. But when a student is distracting me, I just straight up say like not to everybody. Yeah. But you definitely want to make sure that your conversations at times are personal. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm really distracted Mm -hmm. by your pencil tapping. Is there any way you can save that for recess? They're like, yeah, sure. Most of them. (laughs) Most of them. Most of them. (laughs) But just having that open dialogue with students, even just being a person, Mm -hmm. letting them know that you are here to hear them out if they need to communicate with you Mm -hmm. because communication does go both ways. Oh, yeah. And I love when they come to me. Yeah, I have, and I always tell them they can come talk to me, uh, you know, for, like, personal things, and I, I've had several students that, when they're lining up for recess, they say, Miss Maurice, can we please have a personal conversation? Mm-hmm. It's like, of course, we'll wait till everybody leaves. Usually, it's nothing crazy. But it's still. Just, but, like, I, and that's the thing is that I've had a couple of parents, too, reach out and say, like, this happened at school, and they came home, and they were pretty upset about it, um, and they said they didn't want to tell you like this and that. And I'm like, I am so sorry that they felt that they couldn't come tell me. If you can just talk to them, let me know. And then I usually follow that up the next day with like telling them, hey, your mom told me what happened, whatever it might be. It's just I want you to know that yeah. you can come tell me that during the day so that I can solve that problem or help you solve that problem right, right off the bat rather than you going home and, and then, lingering. Yeah, on it. And then and then I'm sure it sticks with them. So just different things like that. And I tell them all the time, come talk to me, come talk to me. So yeah. And you know what, as we're saying this, there's always room for improvement. Mm -hmm. I today, for a matter of fact, had a student in the middle of gosh knows what subject tell me that they needed to have a one-on-one conversation. And I forgot, Mm. like he left for recess. I was doing things around the classroom, but like now that I'm flashing back on it, I really wish that I would have followed up with him mm-hmm. because it goes a long way. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> um, I don't think so. The no. students. Nope. Just be, just be positive and they're children and they are children. <laughs> and they, they are children. children. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then kind of our last one is just communicating with your colleagues, with your faculty, with your administration and how important that is. And I mean, we've said this with each one, but honesty. I mean, I think if with any of the other ones, like with students and with parents, honesty is great. But with colleagues, I feel like it's even a more whole so. different level of yeah. honesty because mm-hmm. I mean, In our school, and you all know this, like we are working in tandem with another teacher at basically all times. Mm -hmm. So there's two of us in a classroom at once. And if you are not in cahoots with each other, Mm -hmm. it's a living nightmare. Yeah. And the student and we've I don't know if we've said this before, but the students students pick up on it. Oh, yeah. They're very aware if you and your other teacher are not in sync. 
it can be very, very, very difficult, at least on my end. Mm -hmm. I am a person who is not super fond of conflict and I have a really hard time addressing conflict and it's something that I'm growing in as an adult but I have learned that if I'm not communicating with the other half in my classroom or with my team members for that matter Mm -hmm. then things are going to fall apart and I have to have those candid open hard conversations Mm -hmm. Um, just a piece of advice one thing that Carter did with myself when I was her TA we met over summer and like probably one of the first things that she said to me after like getting to know me for a little bit was if there ever comes a time where you and I need to sit down and have a hard conversation, an honest, candid conversation, I want you to know that I care about you enough mm-hmm. to have that conversation. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, I hope we never have to have that conversation, but like, yeah, thank you for letting me know. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I had that conversation with you. Yeah, I think we said it. I think I think I remember you saying, like, please don't ever be afraid to come to me and say right. that. And I, I mean, I had that conversation with my TA this year and last year of just like, hey, and he and he said it. He's like, it goes both ways. Like, please feel yes. free to tell me things. So I'm working on that. <laughs> but it's true. Like when you are not communicating with you can look at it as team members or in our case, like a TA team member, Mm -hmm. things can get really, really difficult when you are not sharing with each other what you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And this can be in anything. You're basically more or less like living together for eight hours (laughs) out of the day, day, five days a week. Mm -hmm. So making sure that you are on the same page is crucial Mm -hmm. to basically surviving as a teacher well yeah and that's in our environment because we do have a lead in TA but like just as a whole I mean the communication with your call like with other people outside as well your team is so important and um I was gonna read I have this other article as well that had like a good quote it's by um Freddie Silver 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 interesting love it um and he just kind of talks about like um kind of the things that we broke down as well but interacting with your colleagues and supervisors it says that um schools that see themselves as professional learning communities encourage teachers to plan lessons together and learn from one another Um, they take a team approach when problem solving especially for difficult students Um, this all requires excellent communication Um, and it just basically, I think I wrote in our notes, like sharing is caring (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because it it is, is. I mean, we, we, we talk about how team oriented we are at our school and it hurts me to think that there are schools out there where teachers are just all by their like lonesome selves and fending for themselves. We wonder why we're losing teachers at a rapid rate. Share your stuff people. Yeah. It goes both ways. You want people to share with you. You should be sharing with others. Like don't. Don't hog it. Don't hold it all to yourself. But what's so beautiful about sharing lesson plans. So like as a second grade team, we share everything across the board. And what's so great about that is we can provide each other feedback. Mm -hmm. So like if I mess up, not mess up, but if like 
there's a way to enhance a lesson Mm -hmm. they let me know and then we can write it in next year yeah we're always building becoming better people because we're sharing these things and I think about that too because I just rewrote the ancient Greece unit and already like you and Miss Jackson have been diving into um like a really awesome history book and just adding it's so good and it's not like they're sitting there bashing my lessons but they're you know giving more um information that I can add or whoever has the unit next can add to it so it's just that communication of like hey I found this this would be really cool to add in there and it's as simple as like hey will you make a copy of that for me or whatever it is and we are very very open to that and we all make like copies for one another all Mm -hmm. that stuff so yeah so as a team get together work together have open dialogue about what you're doing who's responsible for what Mm -hmm. and give each other honest open feedback I mean I couldn't ask for more as a team but Mm -hmm. you definitely want to be in sync with one another Mm -hmm. at least in my opinion yeah at our school because we are so team oriented and we revolt like we are our teams like we revolve around that and I think our school has for the most part a really um just like an openness about vulnerability Mm. like we understand our weaknesses as we kind of talked about with Mrs. Opitz a little bit Mm -hmm. like we know that we are imperfect and we know that there is always room to grow and to strive to be better and as a school like we have open dialogue about where we can improve as a school where we can improve as teams where we Mm -hmm. can improve as individuals and we communicate that with each other hey I'm a really bad listener help me listen by Mm -hmm. making me put my computer away yeah stuff like that just a completely random thought that I had as well (laughs) is like when it comes to this is more so on administration when you feel that your teachers are not like maybe there's a couple teachers that aren't doing something whatever it might be I'm just thinking dress code "Mm, yep you're dress code dress code Um, I'm sorry, but if you don't send out an email or make an announcement to the entire staff of like, hey, make sure we're not wearing these shoes, please, if I'm that person, just come tell me face to face and say, hey, Skylar, you shouldn't be wearing those shoes. Yes. They're great, but let's get some new ones. Hey, those are really cute shoes, but (laughs) save them for home. I just, and I know, and I feel like they I don't know I just feel like we get uh, every once in a while there's like the all staff emails of like hey make sure we're doing this I'm like don't or even with like Raptor or like with, your lines that are loud oh yeah loud come to lines. my class and you tell me that my class is loud and no, I will fix it because if you sit there and tell the whole staff this like I'm just thinking in my brain I'm like oh that's not me yeah or I'm thinking oh my gosh that's 100% me but it's not everyone's so it's, pointing fingers I know so it's sure. like just be and it uh, comes back to honesty just be honest come tell me hey um, your lines are looking a little rough lately can you like straighten it up I'd We'd, rather that than me as, sitting there thinking is it me is it not me like all that all that so. see I'm always the person that's like nah that can't be oh, me yeah, same. I'm like no it's not me like parking spots <laughs> no nah, that's not me I know so just in general <laughs> if you're in administration just be honest I'd rather you come tell me that I'm doing something wrong yeah. than for me to just assume that it's not me if you're making the announcement to everyone same but I then I think about it I'm like I do that with my students there was like two students that were doing something mm. wrong and I just like hey class let's make sure we're not using my first name I had oi yes. oh mm. man I had somebody call me miss Skyler and I looked at her and I was like do you not remember my last name she goes oh sorry I was like 
it's quarter two my eye just twitched yes. so hard and then i've had <laughs> and i have a student now that's apparently going out to recess saying i know miss marice's first name it's and like she's about to say it and then mr niece like stops her and it's the same student that apparently said that that you don't care if she tells everybody your first name what yeah she knows your first name and she's like miss brown's first name is taylor and okay like, when we're off you're gonna tell me who this student yes, is because I, I need to know because that's what mr niece told me today he was like this student <gasps> i he was like do you know if miss brown cares if she's sharing her first name because she's going around telling everybody miss brown's no, first thanks. name please don't i was do like that. i don't think she i don't think she would say that but okay yeah no that uh, I'm going to say hard pass. <laughs> Please don't let them do that. And the reason is, and I told my students, is because it's not professional for you to sit there and say, right. like, talk to me like I'm just your friend because I'm, I, as much as I hate to say it, right. I'm, I'm not your, I'm not your friend. I am your It goes back teacher. to the building relationships. Exactly. It's a fine line, but you do have to establish it. Yes. But yes. anyway. <laughs> That's, I think that's a wrap, right? Yeah, with communication, I think just honesty and everything and all that, all that jazz is yeah. very important. It's dogs are barking. <laughs> There's a dog outside, so my dog's freaked uh, out. So. It's not an episode until you hear my dogs. No, of course not. It's fine. Anyway, <laughs> our positive. I was going to say two positives. Oh, no. I mean, like, I was like positive, one positive, right? Positive. <laughs> I mean, I do have two. I definitely <laughs> ate a Twix earlier, and that was, like, the highlight of my day. Um, no. I know. Are you going to say the Joe Bros? Can I say the Joe Bros? You can say Joe Bros. I could say something else. Okay. Well, I'm, well, okay, fine. I'm going to change it up. You already know we're going to the Joe Bros. I am excited about student conferences and getting them done and really just having a goal for everyone written out. Mm. Quarter two. Very nice. What's yours? Um, let's see. I, I'm trying to think. <laughs> because i know i thought i did too. i was gonna say joe bros and then i was gonna say my coffee and then now <gasps> i'm just kind of like mm. um i'm flying to jersey this weekend oh, yeah. to uh, a halloween wedding <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> i'm just gonna throw it out there y'all i don't like themed weddings no, so thanks. this should be a joyous occasion please put pictures up uh, on the gram yeah and it's not even a costume halloween wedding it's just a halloween theme can yeah. you wear black I am wearing black, so okay. I hope that's okay. I think you would just assume that you wouldn't wear white to a wedding. Yeah, there's like a rule for that, isn't there? I yeah. think black is fine. Black is fine? I think so. It's just, yeah, don't wear white. Don't be that human. Yeah. No one should be that human. Don't be that human. There anyway. Are, yeah, no. But black is fine. Yeah. And it's also getting nice and chilly outside, so I'm really excited oh, about that. Oh, it was that. cold today. It was it like was. crisp 70-some. <laughs> it was like Us ooh, Arizonians in our chilly. sweaters. <laughs> I know. We went outside That's for fine. lunch today, and I had to put a sweater on. It was cold. <laughs> it was a little chilly. There was a breeze. It's I liked fine. it. But anyway, have a great rest of your week. Oh, you should subscribe to our stuff so that you can get a little notification every time there's a new episode. Yes. That would be fantastic. And you can review us, mm-hmm. like us, subscribe, that whole yeah. shindig. And then maybe one of these days we'll make a TikTok. Who see? Who, We're who knows? We're really trying, We're kind go, of. We want to go for it. But I really want to like do what that one girl, Sassy in Second, does it, where she like films her day. Mm. It's like, this would be so fun. Cute. So we'll see. But in the meantime, you could follow our TikTok, but there's nothing on there. It's just no. Teachers Talk Podcast on TikTok. <laughs> Give or, us a follow. Yeah. And obviously follow us on Instagram. See Instagram. what, see what we, bo- what we be posting. All the good stuff. Oh, I did a super fun like 
would you rather or whatever game the other day yeah that was fun i also we we got to dress up last week i think we started talking about how what we were going to dress up as <gasps> oh yeah it was so fun it was so fun the kids I loved it it was cinderella and i have to say it was my favorite thing ever. no one knew who i was i was the white cat <laughs> <I know. laughs> they're like what are you I was like it's fine you'll read about it later <laughs> but yeah um ah. send us an email uh teachers talk podcast Te- mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's happening teachers talk pod at gmail.com and we will see you next week bye goodbye you go around like you know i'm deleting this <laughs> goodbye <laughs>